The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Gentlemen, you're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen Podcast. My name is John Abraham. My name is Jimmy Croker. I am Dr. Gleep, and this is the Dr. Gleep Traveling Medicine Show. Finally back to the to the, the new names. Yeah, I, I noticed that you just put I am dot 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 in the show notes. Was this to uh, preemptively stop us from uh, planning a critique? I just I like the mystery. I like to keep the ah. mystery alive. <laughs> we, nice. We are pre-recorded live from our virtual hangar. We are actually those guys with ships, and this is episode fifty-one of the Versecast, our Star Citizen official information podcast. Today is November second, twenty-nine forty-five. Your time and place may vary. Thank you, Ronald Jenkins. The intro outro song, "Slow to Spring." Uh, it's it's a relatively new one. Did you guys uh, did you guys like it? You've heard it now. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I like it. It's um, it's it's uh, it, it's funky and mellow. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's, it's a, mellow. A little different. A little different. Yeah, I would yeah. call it mellow. Yeah, yeah. It's, I like. I really like the second song for the for TGWS. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I like it. Hotel Midi. I think that's a good song. Yeah, yeah, he, that's a cool one. He's got to come out with a new album because we're we're about all the way through all of them. So we need to. What? What is it? Uh, this is his only album? No, no, no. He had um, uh, one before this, right? Yeah, um, uh, Days Away. I think is what it's called, or something like that. Um, okay, but uh, yeah. So we'll find something. We'll. Find I actually something. went over to his YouTube today just to see what he had up there. Again, because I've been over there quite a few times, but um, I listened to uh, what is it? Uh, playing with fire or f- throwing f- throwing fire? I think something with fire. It's his most popular video. It's a really good song and oh. a great video. So you guys, if you guys haven't gone over and looked at Ronald Jenkins on YouTube, you got to go do it because he's he's a really funny guy. He's got hats. The yeah. man has yes, hats. Yes, he does have he, hats. He pulled off the fedora. I like it. <laughs> he does. He does. Not since Notch has anyone pulled off the fedora like uh, Mr. Jenkies. So, guys, the Gleepster is a bit cheesed off. Uh-oh. Yep, yep, yep. What but, did John do now? <laughs> well, um, yeah, maybe cheesed off is a bit uh, hyperbolic. I, you know, I'm very disappointed, and... Um, after all the hype leading up to a possible No Man's Sky release last week, Sean Murray wasn't even at the Paris Games Week event. And then Sony came out and announced that they announced a release window of June 2016. So we went from possibly coming out tomorrow to eight months from now. So In, in a window. In a window, right, in a window. So Yeah, but I don't think you want the game that possibly could have come out tomorrow well that, I mean, do you do you be. want the game that they've showed so far there's not much there um, it's it's true I, I i do i agree with john they, they need more than just a exploration why aspect. was he on conan last week or not conan so the, um um uh, other guy um jimmy colbert. fallon colbert. colbert colbert yeah he was on colbert why 
because the tech behind the game is impressive, and I think oh, yeah. even people that aren't gamers will be impressed by it. But yeah. the actual game part, that's the part that the gamers want, and they don't have it. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think I think you're absolutely right. Like when we were talking about it last week, I kind of felt bad for for bagging on the game because yeah, the technology is is really impressive and absolutely incredible, and for sure next gen stuff. But there's just not a lot of game to it. Well, I I disagree. Um, I I think, and I think I, last week I sort of mentioned that I felt that there could be. Uh, some sort of magic like uh, like we experience with Minecraft and that maybe the simplicity of it and the um, uh, the subtle the subtlety of it uh, would reveal uh, the uh, the uh, the magical gameplay that would enchant the world and uh, uh, basically uh, make us ripe for vanduul invasion <laughs> yeah but the difference is Minecraft is a game where you get to make an impression on the world but in No Man's Sky, it's a game that's just making an impression on you, and you don't get to actually do anything that changes the world. Um, you can upset some sentries that'll come shoot at you, and you can shoot some rocks, but there's not much there. They haven't even shown like going into like cave systems or anything like that. It's just a surface of a planet. The plants are different colors. The creatures are different colors. You can outfit your ship supposedly they haven't even showed that you have a gun there aren't even multiple guns there's just one gun that does everything um it just feels kind of bare like there's not much there and it's just like a a random uh, a procedural generation engine and they haven't filled it with things for you to actually do it it feels like they've got like the most most recently or or the when the hype started it, it seems like they got the engine locked in or they got the um the the content generation or the planet generation locked in um and now it's like they're kind of sitting back and and going well okay what else we got to put in there yeah i mean i don't think they're handling it um worse than anybody else could yeah um it, it just it feels like they really nailed it with the tech and they're not sure how to really turn that into a game that you're going to want to keep coming back to I, I I disagree that on that last point. I think that they have mishandled very badly the hype, the hype train. They I think that they let the hype run too far behind expectations that something was imminent. Um, and uh, you know what I, I I they didn't come out and actually give a release date, but it sure felt like they were not disavowing that it could potentially happen really really soon so and i um so anyway i you know i'm if june who knows what's gonna be they may they may have lost a um may have lost a sale over here at uh house gleep i mean it just who knows what's gonna i mean what are we gonna have with star citizen what are we gonna have with you know um, other games that uh, the group is playing i, I don't know well, i think I think that's the big thing. I think, you know, personally, I think that you were hoping that this would be kind of a good um, in-between while you waited for Star Citizen. But at this point, it seems like it's going to come out right as Star Citizen is officially coming out. Right. Or or more playable content such that um, time is going to get get occupied uh, playing the content. Yeah, no, no, I get it. So, you know, anyway, I just, I felt bad about the way that they communicated to us the way and you know and i'm not going to blame hello games is 10 guys it's you know 10 guys you know in a you know in a cramped little studio um you know working probably just crazy hours trying to get this thing done Um, well it's especially impressive coming from that studio because before that all they had made was a series called joe danger and it was just like this guy's like a stunt man and it's like a 2D platformer type thing where he like rides a motorcycle and jumps through hoops and stuff. So it was like one of those like kind of dumb, dumb side-scrolling trick type games. Um, So seeing them move into this this area with this kind of technology and this art style is really weird. 
um, and it's impressive, and you wouldn't expect it. Um, but also, I think it was it was shortly after they announced the game, their studio got completely flooded. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it was Sony that actually helped them get back on their feet uh, because um, they were so impressed with the game. So that's why it's a. I think that's why it's a PlayStation. Uh, console exclusive, but it is coming to PC day and date. They announced that at E3, I believe. So, right, cool. <sighs> anyway, so I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little hurt, I'm a little hurt, feeling, feeling a little butt hurt. So I um, hope it's good. I really do. I don't care anymore. I hope it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with John. I hope it's good. All right. Well, and if that if that means like Star Citizen, if that means it's going to take a little longer to come out, then so be it. I you know I don't want No Man's Sky to be you know the game I'm going to be playing ten years from now. I wanted it to be the game I'm going to be playing for the next ten months while I'm waiting for Star Citizen to get finished. Yeah, but that's not the game that they want you to be playing for ten months. They want uh, you to be playing it for ten years. Ah, screw them. That's Fallout Four. <laughs> no, and not that is them. coming next week. Sorry. Yep, yep. People are uh, people are already uh, wives and husbands alike are already planning uh, what to do with all of their extra free time when their significant others starts playing Fallout Four. Yeah, are, are you are you guys on board for the Fallout Four? Yeah, um, the the missus is going to be playing it, which means I'll be watching her play it. Oh, uh, John, you uh, you gonna? Yeah, sure, yeah. Did you ever get a Pip Boy for your uh, Android phone? No, because it doesn't fit in it. And oh. in fact, I I looked at a video on IGN. They unboxed it already, and it comes with inserts for different iPhones. And I think they said one of the Galaxy phones. Um, but they said that even with the regular iPhone six, it was having they were having trouble fitting it in there. Mm. Um, so I think it's made mostly for iPhone fours and fives, huh. which yeah, it kind of. I mean, it's a neat idea, but having a thing that can fit every single device, especially my Note four, which is one of the biggest phones you can get, I just I knew from the moment they announced it that it wasn't going to fit, so I kind of mm. gave up on that idea. Yeah, well, I'll have to make my own. I I think you should out of cardboard. I need a three D printer. Hey, well, easy. It's true. It's true. You uh, talk to Avi Physics. He's got one. Oh yeah, yeah. He, brother, hook you up. All right. Well, let's talk about Star Citizen, shall we? We shall. All right. Uh, we got a weekly development update, and the good news is that we are really not that far from delivering this huge amount of new content. We're talking about the 2.0 to you all, but game development is a compact, complex process that takes time. It takes time to pull everything together and to stabilize it such that it is right for a good user gameplay experience. We totally understand any frustrations you may have in waiting for such a tantalizing release, so we will always do our best to give you good visibility into our progress, warts and all. Now, you see, I like that. That I like. Hello Games, I don't like. They they promised me strawberries and gave me warts. Nobody promised you anything. (sighs) Bastards. Wait, didn't you just say you like that? No, I no. He likes he likes the updates that CIG is giving us. He's still complaining about No Man's Sky. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why would you like warts over strawberries? Sit up straight, Sean Murray. Some people juggle geese. <laughs> wow, that was that what? was that was a double. That was two random references, and I don't think John got either of them. Some people juggle geese. I don't get that one. You don't get that one either. No. Firefly. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, you guys disappoint me. Wait, you're counting on on Gleep getting it before me? I actually watched it. How did? How come you didn't know? I don't remember every line. <laughs> is that <laughs> in the theme Juggling song? Juggling is pretty good, though. Yeah, it's in the it's in the theme song. What? When? No, it's not. Sing it's it. It's not in the theme song. <laughs> All right. Well, and there's more good news. Uh, one of the most exciting things about this release is the story element. Arena Commander was our test bed for implementing the ship systems that you see today. Excuse me. But with Crusader, we will be opening it right up to a whole new level of gameplay. So 
how I read that is we're going to have uh, interactive AIs to interact with and missions. So yeah, yeah. this well, is it's, it's going to cool. it's gonna be cool. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I, I said last week that, the, that I don't think people really understand it. This is really the birth of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And uh, uh, John, Jimmy, and I were uh, were chatting before we started to record um, that uh, uh, today uh, Starcast released their hundredth episode. So congratulations to the guys over there at, at Starcast for making it to episode one hundred. And they had they have a Disco Lando on there, um, and uh, he said several times during the broadcast that two point release is coming very 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 soon. So. The- the scuttle that I keep hearing or the buzz I keep hearing, and none of this is official and, and none of this I, I can link to sources or anything, but the scuttle I'm hearing is like literally any day, any week now. That is really surprising to hear. Yeah. I was feeling, like, personally, I was feeling, like, probably six months out. Woo! No. Really? See, I, I, was, I, was, I was a little bit... Um, I was a little bit... I, I, I was being conservative in I was thinking that it would be January or February, but based on the on Oh wait, the, did I say six months? I meant six yeah. weeks. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right, so yeah, so that makes more sense. Yeah, I was thinking around January, which sounds like you were thinking around the same time frame as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, he uh, he said, and you know, it could be that we'll tune in tomorrow, and uh, disco doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think in the past, I've heard him interviewed. Um, you know, and, and maybe someday we'll when, when we become a grown up podcast, we'll we'll have disco on our show. Maybe, maybe someday when we're when we're all grown up, when we're all grown up, someday um, our prince will come. That's <laughs> getting tired of these frogs. Yeah. Um, but um, in the past, he has said that they don't really have an official um, protocol or what you can and what you can't say. I think that they kind of trust the people that work there to use good judgment. So yeah, um, and you know, Disco's been there as as long as he has been, and they've done some some reorganizations and and, and what have you. And and he's he's like probably one of the most uh, visible faces there now. Um, so I'm guessing that that uh, that speaks well to his uh, his information being credible. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't I don't think he would say weeks, or I don't I don't think he would imply that it's coming out very very soon if it wasn't actually coming out very very soon. Yeah. So check out um, check out Starcast episode 100. Those guys do a um, God, they they do a show even longer than ours. I don't know. I didn't think that was possible, but. Uh, Check them out, and congratulations, guys, again on episode 100. Nice job, guys. Congratulations. Yay! And 1.3 just came out, and they just showed off 2.0. Well, 1.3 was the foundation for 2.0 to come out. I think that once they get 1.3 maybe a little bit more stable, uh, they'll be comfortable with getting 2.0 out in the wild. Because if you think about it, you know the the biggest obstacle was merging you know all of the different development streams and now that that's done you know if if they're as far along as we as they seem to be in developing um you know the actual gameplay not just the flight sim of arena commander um then yeah you would think that they can release you know a dumbed down version of the game a la you know the first release of 2.0 um sooner rather than later Makes that would be great. Sense that made me sure. happy. Yeah, I'm excited about the it. The game I would mean, actually yeah. start to come together. Yeah, totally. Uh, and that's I think that's the the key. You know, is they they get that out there. I wonder what's going to happen with the social module though. It'll still be there. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Think about it. Well, it well the social module is start is the start of a persistent area. The, the social module will be persistent in the, the full persistent universe. So I would think that that would be where you go to probably launch into the mini PU or 2.0. Okay. Yeah, because, right. uh, the, because they have, they've said that we're not going to have persistence in 2.0 for a while. Right. 
Yeah, so we'll still have our hangar, we'll still have Arena Commander, and then we'll eventually have Star Marine. And then to actually get into um, Crusader uh, or 2.0 Mini PU, whatever you're calling it, uh, you would just go into your elevator into uh, Arc Corp, and that would be the entrance to Crusader, right? Is is Arc Corp in the Crusader system? Yeah, it's uh, it's on Staten Three. Yeah, so that's that's it. It's got to be it. So you would, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Is with the when I say what would happen to the social mod, what I mean by that is you know I I, I get it, and I didn't think of that, um, and that's a very smart way to run it. That yeah, you would enter into. Um, you know the the exoverse uh, via the elevator and into uh, Arc Corp, uh, and then be able to I would imagine take off from Arc Corp. Um, so yeah, that that makes sense. But I think th- it still goes back to my question of does the social module get absorbed into 2.0 and and for all intent and purposes kind of go away? You know what I mean? I think it does. I think that's exactly what happens. I think it becomes part of the mini pu and there is no nothing yeah, no, labeled no social mod. social module anymore right 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 yeah in time all things will come together it's true yeah but until then we've got the best damn blockers ever i i i don't think they want that as a tagline uh, what am i going to do with the 500 t-shirts i had printed up <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to, yeah. Send them all to CIG. They'll be thrilled. <laughs> That's how we get disco on the show. <laughs> exactly. Right. To berate us for sending in those T-shirts. <laughs> we got crashes, which are blocking comms array gameplay. We got crashes when AI units fire their weapons, pew pew. And ships are getting broken just by walking on them. So, uh, you know, it, it's interesting because I... I, I these blockers sort of prompted me to think, um, you know, what constitutes like a major blocker and what constitutes like a thing is like, oh, I just got to find that one, like we see Mark, Mark Abent do on the Bug Smashers, you know, find that one line of code that is, you know, causing all the heartache. Um, these these seem like like little things. These and and if we're if we're to uh, continue surfing the wave of uh, soon soon very very soon. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that these things are not going to uh, take that long for them to fix. Yeah, I, I have no idea how coding works, so I would be making an uh, an uneducated guess. But yeah, I mean, I would guess that maybe it's something as simple as finding a, a line of code. But I, I would think that finding a line of code would be sifting through, what, millions of lines of code? Uh, well, I think that with the, the debugging software that they have, they're they're able to to fairly quickly isolate, you know, where right, right, right. where the where the hurt is, and uh, and well, a lot of the on. time, I think bugs are actually missing code. It's when it's when a, the program doesn't know what to do because it, there's nothing telling it what to do. Um, at least that's what I've picked up from the little bit of. C++ and C that I've tried to learn. Mm. I don't know. Programming is difficult and confusing. <laughs> it's abstract. Uh, it's very it's making my making my brain hurt. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <All right. laughs> to quote Gleep. Yes. Um, so anyway, um, uh, they uh, they went on to uh, to say in uh, in this week's update that work continues on Star Marine proper as well, although the priority is getting Alpha 2.0 ready for launch soon, 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 very, very soon. To that end, we're focusing on Star Marine related tasks that will impact both planned releases, and we are tailoring our weekly update to focus more on the task at hand. Expect to hear more about Star Marine proper after 2.0 is released, but know that much of the FPS work happening right now will apply to both releases. So now, back in the day, we called that prioritization. Yeah, it makes sense. Get get a dumbed-down version of uh, Star Marine out there for people just to go pew-pew with and then start fixing it and dialing it in and moving it into the formal, uh, proper, uh, arena-style gameplay once it's a little bit more dialed in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. 
Did I ever tell you guys that my great-great-grandmother worked at the Alamo in the gift shop? Oh, really? No, not really. It was a joke, <laughs> but it just, didn't, it, it just didn't seem to fit in the way I had planned it. The yeah, gift shop really was didn't. in the basement, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. It was right, un- right underneath, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Jim Bowie's uh, bunk. Was it Jim oh, Bowie? Oh, yeah, Jim Bowie. Jim Bowie. Who was, who was the one that, uh, that they, uh, they shot in his bed? Um, it was Jim Bowie, Davy Crockett. Um, oh, it was that guy from Braveheart. No, it was not him. William, was it William Wallace? It was the wolf. It was William the wolf Wallace. From, uh, yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> he was not was at the, the Alamo. It the, was the wolf from Dances with they Wolves. They didn't shoot William Wallace. They, uh, what do you call it? They de-gutted him. Disemboweled. Disemboweled, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good scene. <laughs> it's what's for dinner. <laughs> Disembowelment. <laughs> it's what's for mm. dinner. Mmm, sweet meats. Gotta okay, so trails. So, <laughs> Star Marine is coming after Crusader. Yes, right? correct. Okay, how is it that what we saw in the Crusader demo, which was FPS combat, can be in there, and we still don't have Star Marine? I uh, think uh, I'm I'm going to go on a limb and say uh, matchmaking. Do you think Ooh. the matchmaking is really holding them back that much? Well, how's matchmaking going for us right now in, uh, in Arena Commander? Not great. <laughs> but you would think there would be some matchmaking elements within Crusader or um, 2.0. No, not, not no. really. No. You think about it, it's it's just whoever is, you're, you're, you're auto-populated into an instance, and eventually, I don't know if it's going to be with 2.0 or if it's going to be a, a patch down the road, but eventually you'll be able to um, you know, see where your friends are and type in that code and go into that instance with them, but it's not really matchmaking. But it has to matchmake you to get you into 2.0 like as the first step. Huh? Well, no, it'd be, it'd be more like you're going, in an going, instance. going into the social module now. You just go through the door, and there you are. Right. Yeah. But that's an instance. So right. it's matchmaking you with other players. Right. But I think the problem we're having in Arena Commander is getting match match made with specific players. Our friends. Okay. So you think that when 2.0 launches, we won't be able to join in with our friends? I think it'll be random like it is right now. In social mod, because social mods is random right now. Okay, could be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, you know, again, we're, we're you know we're we're three guys that don't know what we're talking about, but we're talking about it. That's right. Yeah, speak for yourself, Jimmy. <laughs> I know all about matchmaking. I made a match earlier today. It was a good one. I. I, uh-huh. There's an the app cards were the same. They both had uh-huh. a circle on them. I, it's easy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I, I, I think the issues with Star Marine is is matchmaking, uh, is netcode, and is probably some. There is probably some gameplay uh, where, like, if if you're just kind of thrown into a big universe of of where where the combat is not the focus. Then the problems aren't as apparent as when you go into a a matched game of combat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that might be one of the one of the big reasons for doing that is you know we can dumb down Star Marine to the point where it is playable, throw it into the persistent universe, let people mess with it, let let people break it, and and while you've got the opportunity to now kind of play the beginnings of Star Citizen, we have the opportunity to to fix issues, resolve problems, and, and in a way, take a little bit more time on Star Marine and maybe get the magnifying glass off of us because we are giving you something that is playable and is significant. Um, I personally think that, you know, 2.0... Uh, the the birth of the of the you know mini PU is far more significant than Star Marine, and I think it's a far bigger get for the community than you know just a combat module. Yep. So I think it's know, a lot I, more important for the doubters. Yeah, yep. it's a lot more important for the doubters, and I think it's a lot more important for the backers too. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, it, we now have an opportunity to dive into the universe. We have a whole 
or we will have a whole solar system to play in. And I, I find that to be far more engaging and far more exciting than just logging in and pew pew pewing. Yeah. Yep. But I, I still feel like once Star Marine is out there, that it's going to be pulling in a whole audience of people that probably aren't into Star Star Citizen at all yet. Yep. Absolutely. And I think I think that's the key reason why it needs to be spot on when it's released. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the guys leading up our uh, Black Guard, they don't have any interest in dogfighting. They just want to be, you know, hands on deck and on the ground. Right, but in the mini PU, once we get missions where we load up uh, on a ship, fly out to that place where the FPS happens, battle some AI bad guys or get matched up against another squad then they're going to be all over that yeah it's true yeah absolutely and and i think you know again given the scope of what 2.0 brings to the backers um i think that the issues with the star marine shooter elements won't be quite as painful mm-hmm mm-hmm so, yeah, I mean, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, in 2.0, one of the significant changes is going to be the flight model change. Did you guys know that? I did. I th- Didn't a flight model change come out just now in 1.3? It did. A little yeah. bit. A little bit? L- oh, a little bit. So they're going to be changing it more. Oh, yeah. There is I, I a document. There's a document, I, Jimmy. I, Yes, I didn't have a chance to read it. I it's was a trying long, to. It's a long document. And There's it's, a video accompanying said document, too, isn't there? It starts off real friendly with a nice video and some simple small words. And then it dives headlong into the kingdom of, huh? <laughs> you guys know the kingdom of, huh? Do you? I yeah, yeah. It's, neither it's are there right now. It's dense. I'm entering the Neither the of you are physicists. I know this, so... Any, anyone that's not Avi knows the kingdom of, huh? All right. So we're just going to cover the friendly <laughs> bits. The physics-y bits, we're going to leave to those uh, who are qualified or just really don't like themselves that much. <laughs> All right. So that's mean. Flight modes. We are going to have, and I think this sort of follows up on conversations we've had over the past few weeks, uh, talking about the different flight modes. We're going to have a precision mode, and in precision mode, the maximum velocity is significantly reduced, and the throttle and acceleration are rescaled to provide improved control when maneuvering in close proximity to other objects. So that's going to be your landing, or like Jimmy, when you're out in one of your stealthy ships, and you want to, like, thuck up to the thigh of an asteroid, um, you're going to probably go into precision mode to, to uh, make that landing more, uh, more elegant. So you'll be able to switch into precision mode without not, not necessarily having to be in docking mode. Correct. Correct. Oh, cool. Yeah. I like that. That's, That's great. That's my understanding. This, and, and again, remember, three guys that don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> talking uh, about it. Talking about it. And so then space combat maneuvering mode, or SCM as we call it around the water cooler, is one of the biggest changes to the current flight system, although on the surface it closely mimics the current flight mechanics we are already familiar with in Arena Commander. So um, under the hood, big changes. You may not, you may not uh, notice it so much uh, unless you're paying attention, which so frequently is not the case. <laughs> the big difference in the new SCM mode is that maximum velocity is now dynamically calculated as a function of force and mass. This means that any changes to the mass of the ship, such as loadout changes, picking up cargo, etc., will impact the ship's maximum SCM speed. So this makes sense to me. If I add, yeah, more, yeah, very cool. I add more guns or missiles to my ship, it's going to be slower. What they didn't answer, though, is is it going to handle differently? Um, so, right. like, as a hypothetical, if I load, you know, you know, the biggest, baddest bombs possible onto my Gladys, will it then handle more like a Hornet than a Merlin? They didn't say. Um, it talks about uh, better maneuvering thrusters affecting speed, but not necessarily maneuverability, which is weird. So anyway, we got we, we got more questions, but that's you know that's good. We expect that. So um, 
um, that is going to be a, a big change, especially when we get to the point where we're able to upgrade um, our stuff. You know, then we'll be able to uh, we'll be able to make our um, you know, like if you think about it now um, in uh, Murray Cup, you can it if you since there is no uh, blitz mode, I think blitz is what they call the the mode where you're able to shoot at each other. Um, you can it make is, yes. you can make your ship faster just by taking all the guns off, the guns and the missiles off. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And 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 that's the way it should be. If you're doing the blitz rally, obviously you need weapons. But I, I would imagine that the weapons are going to be things like sucker punch cannons, right? Because um, you're you're the goal of the blitz rally is not to kill your enemy; it's to just disable them, right? Um, so that you can you know so you can pass them. So yeah, I mean that makes perfect sense. If if you're doing the um, the classic, then you're going to want to strip off everything except for you know i mean you're going to want to strip off any um any extra armor i mean you're going to want to go as bare bones as possible and have you know basically strip it down to frame an engine which i know you're not really going to be able to do but conceptually that's what you want to do you're going to pull the top right off of it and put a tarp over it exactly bring lots of space potatoes <laughs> lots of lots of space poop potatoes poop potatoes i've heard people say that taking the guns off now makes a difference and i've always kind of second guessed that because it didn't really feel like the game engine was to the point where it was doing that sort of thing yeah i i I don't believe these people these people speak falsely all right so then the next mode that they were uh they discussed in this document is afterburner so and again i quote whereas the current boost mechanic gives you better acceleration and drift control Afterburner gives you more maximum velocity while maintaining the same relative control. Here's how it works. In SCM mode, the top speed is set by your ability to accelerate to a given velocity in a given amount of time. Since boost raises your acceleration, your maximum speed also increases. Boost, as it, is, as it currently works, is still sticking around, but now players will have the choice on how to spend their limited boost fuel. One way on more max velocity to rapidly cover more distance, or two, on better braking to improve handling. So that's that's the way that it works now, where like if you're if you're drifting, you can use your boost to straighten yourself out and, right, and right, take off right. on a new vector. Now you're also going to be able to use um, uh, <clears throat> the afterburner, use your, your boost fuel for the afterburner to actually go faster in a straight line. So this will be like a switch, okay. like we have on, uh, like Comstab and and those kind of things. Yeah, I, I guess, I, I guess. But it, I guess the point is, is that it it sucks the same fuel. It just does a slightly different thing. Because like you know now you know if you're at top speed, like in your Hornet at 200, uh, you hit the boost, it it doesn't do anything. You right, know, that's it, right. Yeah, it just burns up your boost fuel. Boost Although fuel. it used to do something. Yeah, it used to actually boost. So yeah, that's a great feature to have because it, it's always frustrating to be in a Hornet and having to play. You know, right, I'm right behind you guys. Uh, uh, don't wait up. I'm, I'm I'm coming. So to be able to have boost back would be huge. Yeah, yeah, except that the people in front of you will be boosting, and so you'll still be behind them. Mm. Whatever, John. <laughs> I'm just saying it like it is. Well. All right. Well, cruise mode. We'll get the cruise mode, too. And this is for longer distance travel in the same local area. Uh, pilots will have the ability to use cruise mode. If the speed limit defined in SCM gives the pilot control at the expense of velocity, cruise mode gives the pilot velocity at the expense of control. And while the top speed is high, the available acceleration doesn't change, meaning that reaching maximum cruise velocity will take 15 to 20 seconds or even more. However, turning ability does not scale with velocity, and coming to a stop will likely take much longer when using the normal ship retro thrusters. So, uh, since cruise velocities can easily reach five times more Five times or more of the safely controllable velocities allowed in SCM mode, uh, the IFCS, the Intelligent Flight Control System, I think that's what that stands for, uh, enforces controlled turning to ensure pilots do not get into uncontrollable slides. 
What this means is that the nose of the ship is locked to the velocity vector and maneuvers in cruise mode become more about adjusting course than making turns. And so it goes without saying that cruise is absolutely not intended to be used in combat, in asteroid fields, or high traffic space lanes. So I, I think that all of us will at least one time uh, figure that out for ourselves. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> at least once. At least once. Um, of course, so, de- I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, no, just finish this. I have I'm a sure. question. I have a, I, have a, I have a comment. Okay. You in the back, Mr. Abraham? Yeah, yeah. You have a quote? Did you br- did you bring enough to share with everyone? I brought everything. <laughs> of course, decoupled mode can always be used to rotate freely while at cruise velocity. So this is kind of cool. So you can be cruising along a vector, decouple, and spin around, uh, you know, to kind of give yourself a three sixty view without causing yourself any grief. Huh. But if you try to turn, if you try to decouple, spin ninety degrees, and then boost, um, what do they call it here? An express ticket to Sleepsville. I didn't make that up. <laughs> you just tear your ship apart. Yeah. Um, since uh, Because you would have high sustained G-forces of uh, from doing such a maneuver, um, which would lead to rapid black and or red out. So, you like your eyeballs come popping right out of your that head. That doesn't make sense. If you're moving straight really yeah. fast, yeah, you can't just start rotating your ship around even if it's still moving at the same speed that would still rip the ship apart well we're mm-hmm. we're also mm-hmm. going we're also going under the impression that there is um you also have to keep in mind that there's no there's no um atmosphere. there's no air there's no atmosphere thank you so yeah theoretically you you can do that you can do uh 6 degrees of of freedom uh in your movement decouple and turn around uh and not uh, have it affect your momentum yeah. I don't think I don't think the air has anything to do with it. Well, yeah, I mean that that would be what would produce friction. Yeah, that's what would cause the the stresses on the on the super structure. But okay, again, but what about what about uh, uh, what do you call the force when something is is moving? And God, okay, so so the wing of your ship. Is moving straight forward. Okay. If you if it's moving straight forward and you instantly turn, now you're not moving the entire body of the ship. You're just rotating. Now that wing is is not going the same direction it was before. It's going a completely different direction. So, but, but it wants to keep going the direction it was going. So that would rip it off. No, you're 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 rotating on your center of mass, right? Um, I think we need to ask Avi. I think Avi. We, we need to have we need to have Avi on the show one day to answer all of our really really difficult uh, physics questions. No, I just want him to answer this question. <laughs> I don't post, want him answering anything else. Just this one. Post it in the forums and let us know uh, next week. Okay, the question I had before, though, was, is this something that you might use to get to the other end of the map in, like, uh, Capture the Core? I, no, I don't, I don't think that's what it's used for. I think that that's not enough distance. Um, so, yeah, because, because remember, it takes time to, to accelerate up to um, cruise, cruise mode speed. Yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's gonna it's gonna work. It's not gonna work at all for capture the core because yeah, it, it takes time to get. You have to get up to a certain speed. It's it's designed to cover long distances, and um, capture the core is not a long distance. Yeah, relative relative to the size of um, a given system. The puny it feels you. it feels so far though in my Hornet. Yeah, I know it feels like really it feels far. Feels like in my the Hornet whole too. match for me to get to the other side. I know, me, me too. That's why the the next time I do capture the core, I'm just gonna go ahead and guard the uh, my core. <laughs> you won't play time, goalkeeper. The next time I do capture the core, I'm not gonna do capture the core. <laughs> Fine. All right, but you can, you will be able to, and they've said it, it says right there if you look that you can spin around 180 degrees and use your your rear thrusters to effectively brake faster. 
Okay, cool. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if, if, if it takes if, if it takes you forever to get up to speed, and then but you want to slow down, you know, you but spin yeah, around a- but we do that now. Like when you push reverse, it's pushing the front th- thrusters forward so no, that no, you no, stop no, quicker. No, 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 the, because your most powerful thrusters are your rear thrusters, yeah, which are not necessarily omni. Oh, are you saying that you switch around? Yeah, you, you, spin, you spin around. Right. Okay. So, that's that's a handy thing. Yeah, that is that is pretty tricky. And beyond that, we've got the quantum leap. So, beyond all these flight modes will be quantum travel, the one place where all ships are limited to the same 0.2c max speed. Once the quantum drive is active, the ship will quickly ratchet up velocity to the 0.2c limit with the ship itself experiencing relatively little acceleration. That, that one we need Avi for, because I, I don't get that. That's like folding space or something. Um, at these speeds, tiny variations in angle result in massively different flight paths, so this is where slower ships will have the chance to escape a faster ship, what is accosting them. So uh, that I understand. Of course, traveling at these incredible speeds is quite dangerous, so the ship computer will automatically pull you out of quantum travel if the possibility of collision is detected or if the ship has any down shields. So Now that I did not know, and that is, is, is a bit concerning. So if you have your sucker punch cannons and you take somebody's shields out, then does that mean that they are prohibited from going to quantum leap Unless uh, until their shields recharge or repair, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, another thing too is I can see uh, pirates uh, setting up blockades to knock people out of uh, cruise mode. Well, yeah, but you know what? Space is big. You know that's true too. And you know any the the chances of being able to estimate you know the an intersecting line. Um, you know, from any kind of distance, it's going to be pretty tough. That's yeah, a good point. Point two C, you probably wouldn't barely see anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would. That's you really would, fast. Yeah, you would have to know exactly. <laughs> yes, that is really fast. Where the fleeing ship is going to be going, you couldn't. I mean, it's not like they're going to be. All right, guys, let's line our cars up across Main Street. That'll show them. You know, it's, it's just not going to work that way. It ain't going to work that way in space. Damn it. Okay, and then uh, we, we find... God, this was a long document. Um, flight control modules and upgrades. One of the design goals that goes back to the dawn of the project is the concept that the flight control software should be physically represented as an item within the game world. But up until now, the IFCS system has been completely behind the scenes and managed through relatively static ship definition XML files. Much work has been done over the past few months to prep the IFCS parameter blocks for migration into an avionics module that can be swapped out and upgraded. Each module is intended for use with a specific ship and contains all of the settings and parameters that IFCS needs to know to make the craft fly within its established engineering specs. Behind the scenes, this makes it much easier for ship designers to tune and balance ships and it gives them more flexibility in their ability to give unique characteristics to hull variants. But the most exciting part is that soon players will be able to upgrade their flight control software along with their thruster hardware to build a customized, nay, a besport ship that suits their specific style. So that was what I was kind of talking about earlier is that along with... Um, with having what you load on your ship actually make a difference in how fast it will go and presumably how it will handle, uh, you are going to be able to uh, add better components to um, enhance uh, the ship's um, uh, sort of innate capabilities. So, very very cool, and it's gonna it's gonna make work for uh, for folks that have you know the uh, the uh, collider uh, attachment for the. Endeavor, you know, and folks, every everybody can have a workbench, you know. So, you folks that are able to modify uh, components on their workbench, so, you know, this is uh, this is how that's going to happen. Very cool. I okay. like it. Uh, you know, more more customization. And then I lost interest because it got really weird after this. So, if you uh, if you feel so inclined, go go read up about the motion control, the balancing, goodwill shunting. 
that one I almost had to stop and read just because for the the, the title of, the, of it, but, <laughs> but I didn't. Thruster error and turbulence, uh, getting ready to fight, and even more, 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 more stuff about the balancing yippers. Please do feel free to read up on it all for yourselves. And remember, there's no perfect ship, only the perfect ship for you. I didn't write that, but that does sound like something I would say. It does sound like something you would say, yes. Yeah. So, Anyway, that is the uh, flight model changes document. And uh, the video, which uh, is at the beginning of the document post, is also the interview with um, uh, Disco. And uh, I forget who the two guys were. That's in uh, Around the Verse uh, this week. Around the Verse episode 2.05. It is uh, with Disco, Pete Mackey, and John Pritchett. Uh, so they, they talk about it. So if uh, if reading words is, is uh, harder than listening to other guys say words, go watch the video and you'll probably get a good feel for what's going on with this. So I know we're, we're starting to run along here, but I definitely want to, um, uh, to uh, talk a little bit about 10 for the Producers, which uh, this week had Eric Chiron Davis and Darian Vorlick. Uh, is is Eric's hair um, more, more to your liking? It's getting better. It's like a Beatles song. It's getting better all the time. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm telling you, I wanted to talk about this, but not because I always like 10 for the producers. They're really hit and miss for me. Sometimes they're just like, the questions are just, you know, like, wow, this is going to really affect how we play the game. And there are other times where it's kind of like this, but... Those guys with ships, when there's a problem, we bring a solution. And so just when this episode appeared to be to all be lost, the bottom of the ninth with two outs and nobody on, our backs against a cliff with hordes of vile enemies charging down upon us. The final question. Come on, guys. Chant it with me. Banu. 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 The question came from our very own Those Guys With Ships, Bennu. What? Yes! Amazing. Yes. And so he asked, he says, I'm a programmer that works on bespoke business apps. Now, he put that word in there, not me. So, um. Wait, did the TGWS part get in there? It did. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he works on bespoke business apps. And uh, he uses Jira at work. And so he asks, how do you guys use Jira? Is it the source of truth for tracking what people are working on? How complete they feel it is? What's assigned to them but unstarted, etc.? Have you modified the workflow and statuses to better represent the ship pipeline, for example? Or is it all spreadsheets? And so then um, uh, EKD says, you already said it. If it's not in Jira, it doesn't exist. Uh, That is definitely a method. Methodology that we're not only ad- adopting but utilizing more and more every day. Jira definitely is becoming one of our more important production tools. We're trying to encourage people to keep the statuses up to date because it does help communicate this information across studios when things are expected to be delivered and how much work there is left to do. So, not a particularly interesting question unless you're a programmer type. But that was the worst question. Benu, what? It was the worst question? <laughs> no, it was a very good question. That was nice job, Benu, for asking something uh, out of the box. Yes, for somebody that is into Jira, that was a good question. I thought it was nifty. You don't even know what Jira is. It's their project it's management software. That's what you read. God. <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, th- thanks, Benu. Uh, well, congratulations, Benu, for getting selected. That was a very, very cool. My, uh, my, my, my eyebrows went up just like Spock when I, when I saw your name pop up there. In the video, did they say TGWS Benu? They did. Nice. Yes. We got our plug on an official uh, CIG video. God, we're, we're growing up fast, Jimmy. We're moving on up. <laughs> Deluxe to the east side. Deluxe apartment in the sky. I, I, I. Deluxe apartment in the sky. <laughs> All right. Um, reverse the verse. There were they had a couple reverse the verses this week. Um, uh, there was the uh, October subscriber edition, uh, and this month we got uh, Jeremiah, uh, who is a character artist, and then Germach, of course, who is the concept artist. Um, ben got a haircut. 
looked really good. Um, and we learned some stuff about the Crucible. It's a very complicated ship. It's a repair ship designed to fix military vessels in the field. Its rear bay has clamshell doors and a Canadarm-style grabber. Did you know there was a thing called a Canadarm? I did. Wow, that's pretty good. And I guess it's because it was made in Canada. But anyway, it's um, it's like a thing that they use like one on the space shuttle to like uh-huh. grab stuff. But um, and so the crucible is modular. The back bay can be removed and placed with something else. It's probably going to be the next concept ship to go on sale. And uh, ship repair. This is important. Ship repair is going to be much more complicated than them Healy bots told you. I told you guys. I told you. I told you. How um, does your immersion feel? I, 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 yeah, how's your immersion? I I, I told you I told you it was going to get deeper. I just don't think the repair bots are going to go away. No, 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 no. P seventy two concept art is nearing completion. So that's the the Archimedes. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun to see. Um, and Jimmy, I know this one's important to you. We now have a collar system. If the suit being worn is EVA capable, once you put on your helmet, it will seal up just like Tupperware. Oh, my, my, I can feel my, my immersion unpuckering. Now, I wonder if we're going to have to burp our spacesuits, you know, to, to set the seal properly. You know, like you burp Tupperware? I, I'm going to say that that would, will probably be one of the uh, reality aspects that they'll let go in, in, in the game. <laughs> yeah, but with the Tupperware, you're trying to get the air out because you want the food to stay fresh. But for a human to stay fresh, it needs the air. I, I, I want to stay fresh. Yeah, so you don't want to be burped. You want a de-burper. A de-burper. <laughs> uh, wow. Come with us, sir. It's time for your de-burping. I am just glad that we're going to have collars. <laughs> yes. No characters in space will have exposed necks. And speaking of exposed necks, if it's consistent with lore, we can have helmets that resemble cowboy hats. Yeehaw! Can we have popped collars? Popped collars? Yeah. O- only if your spacesuit has a little alligator on the uh, upper uh, left-hand uh, <laughs> side of your chest. <laughs> Space gators. All right. Well, just finishing up real quick, guys. In the other Reverse the Verse, episode 69, we all uh, wished a rest in peace to Bob Ross and his happy little trees. Kind of kind of made me sad. How long has he been gone? I don't think, I don't think it's been that long. I don't think, but, um, Seemed to... Uh, I, yeah, I feel like... It's been a while. I think it's been a while. Because I remember watching that... Watching his show on PBS after all the kids' shows were done. Uh, and... I I just remember loving that show, and then I told my mom, uh, like, why why aren't there any new episodes? And she said that he, because he was dead, and I was sad. Yeah. He died in 1995. There we from go. Li- from well, lymphoma. There was a we, year after I was now? born. Why yeah. are we talking about it now? Because Bob Ross, I think they put all of his his show on YouTube or something. Ah, Officially, that would, ex- that would explain it. Oh. Yeah, that's why it's that's why everybody's watching it right now. Oh, okay, okay. Man, look yep. at that hair. Yeah, it's it's majestic. His his hair is a paintbrush. It'd be the best. Yeah. I wish he would use it. <laughs> like, just dunk it in a bucket of paint. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. All right, well. What they said, uh, lots of preparation for 2.0 release and some for the anniversary live stream, which is happening on the 19th of this month. So I think we've already, uh, we've already speculated that this may potentially mean that 2.0 is going to be dropping before uh, the live stream on the 19th. Uh, hope, 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 hope. And um, QA is doing a lot of li- uh, 2.0 testing, kicking bugs, taking names, and there will be no more patches before the 2.0 release. So, oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, this is, or that's the plan. And Disco reiterated that on StarCast today. He said that there are no planned patches between now and the release of 2.0 because any fixes will be rolled up into the 2.0 release. It's so. got to be, it's got to be like, uh, within, I would say it's got to be within four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if he's saying that. Yeah. I, 
I believe it. I believe it down to my soul. Um, and I don't know why Walter Cronkite all of a sudden made an appearance, but he did. Um, then in Around the Verse 2.05, which we discussed earlier, there is the interview with Pete Mackey and John Pritchett about the flight model. And we uh, heard on uh, the Empire Report that there is a refinery explosion at the Shubin Refinery at Port Retanius. Retanius? Retanius. Yeah, Retanius on Mars. So uh, all of us Hope Class Endeavor uh, pilots to the rescue. Many major insurance plans accepted. And then uh, the reason that I, I mentioned this, of course, is because when we came back, Ben said, Retanius, I just met us. <laughs> Stop it, Ben. Stop it. He is a genius. He is a genius. Underappreciated in his time. I, 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 I tell you, once, once, once the man is gone, his comedic genius will be, um, will be uh, revered for many generations to come. You know who else is underappreciated in his time? Me. John no. Cena! <laughs> My uh. time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. It's the franchise, boy. I'm shining now. You can't see me. My time is now. Okay. Okay. He's, he's a wrestler, right? Yeah, he's a wrestler? <laughs> John sounds so offended. <laughs> okay, Jimmy, I need I need you to follow me here. Uh, okay, got I'm my following back, you. Got my back yeah. on this one? Yep, 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 yep. All right. Hey, guys, who's the site hosting services provider that's a sex machine with all the chicks? Engine. You're damn right. Shut your mouth. <laughs> but I was talking about Engine. Support Engine. They power our website. Go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. Support Ronald Jenkins. Please check him out at www.ronaldjenkins.com and support Star Citizen, the base radio. It is at http colon slash slash radio.starcitizenbase.com slash where you can find a rebroadcast of the previous week's Versecast every Saturday afternoon. I am TGWS stroke S Gleep. Check the show notes for all of my contact details. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you? Every Thursday night on the base doing my show Quantum Drive, which is awesome music and really cool Star Citizen lore. And uh, you can also email me at jimmy at versecast.org. And uh, I'm on RSI. I'm over at versecast.org under my handle Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N. And of course, as always, Jimmy Croker on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at TheOnlyJohnto. You can also email me at john at versecast.org. You can email the show at comms at versecast.org. Kind of rhymes. Yeah. A little, little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, Versecast is our Twitter at handle. Uh, follow us over there. Make sure to tweet using the hashtag TGWS. Uh, and, and look out for those tweets as well. Search for it in your, your handy little search filter bar yeah. uh, so that we can uh, get the creative juices flowing on the Twitters. RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash org slash Versecast is where you can find our organization. We are those guys with ships. Everyone is welcome. And we would really be happy if you would join us. Yeah. Um, it's true. Yeah. And the site the site's getting better, John. You've made some improvements recently. The site is almost getting better. The site update isn't rolled out yet, but it's getting Wait. closer. Let no, me, I, let I me, meant the, the org page on RSI. The org page is better. I've we have uh, implemented the new logo, the Abaphysics, along with um, I think Jimmy and Whiskey Cat and a couple others. Um, help put together um, and then I kind of spruced it up a little bit um, and then I, I there's a new background image it looks it looks nice I think I think it looks pretty cool yeah um, so the org page is updated website close to being updated it's gonna be nice um, I have skin diggler uh, he's been helping me iron out a few issues that I've been going through and he's actually um, He's kind of a wizard when it comes to web development. So, Sweet. Yeah, big thanks on, on that part. And speaking of the website, versecast.org, that's our website. Head over there. We got forums. We got our voice server. Um, and it's going to be pretty fancy soon. 
Uh, make sure to leave us a like on our RSI Community Hub page. Um, you can you can just uh, find us there in the podcast section, or just go to hub.firstcast.org. Really simple. Just click that like button. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, and then you can leave us a review on iTunes. Just search for Versecast. Uh, it's the first thing that pops up. And we have a new Versecast logo as well. Uh, it kind of jives with the uh, the TGWS logo. Um, it's similar in look. No. Similar in feel. Feel. Right. Similar feel. New look. Same great taste. <laughs> Half Less calories. Exactly. Um, and then if you leave us a review outside of the U.S. or on Stitcher, um, just shoot us an email so that we can include it in the show. Yeah, please. We, we, we want to acknowledge all of y'all that are, uh, are shouting out to us. Yeah, because there's like a thousand billion countries, I think. That's a lot. That is a lot. A thousand billion. Wow. No wonder I they mean, never get anything done at the seriously. U.N. <laughs> they just... By the time they stop, they're finished voting, they have to start voting all over again. All right. Well, until next time, then. We are Those Guys with Ships, and this has been The Versecast. See you guys. See you in the verse. Do you guys know that people who searched for Bob Ross also searched for Fred Rogers, Bill Nye, and Andre Sakharov? All I know is that John got a little too Cena on this episode, and it, it scared me. My time is now.